The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bang. Hey, friendo Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, taped live at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson, where we just received a level two hype train emote. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Anyways, it's a lot of fun here on the Twitch, and we're also available wherever podcasts can be found. Uh, Leave us a rating, review, or a comment. If you're listening to us right now, or if you're listening to my dog bark behind me outside my office, uh, do that. Hey, it's okay. I was listening to my 538 Politics podcast today, and uh, uh, oh, I forget the dude's name, but he had a dog barking in the background in their intro. So yeah. it happens happens to the best of them, man. There you go. Anyways, uh, so yeah, we're also available on the Patreon. Hey, man, we got this thing called Friendo Club TV. It's and, a brand uh, new initiative. It's all inclusive. It is a uh, uh, bonus content. Uh, vintage 10 for the wins. Uh, ask Steven Larson where no wrestling questions are out. Today, and God, I got to reprocess this thing. I got to upload this thing again because it's not processing all the way. We power ranked because Seth Rollins said something about I've got a new disciple that I want to bring on board. We power rank so the one, worst possible disciples that he could possibly. Somebody close to him. That's what he specified. Somebody close to him. So I, but I'll just give one spoiler. I speculated it could be Roman Reigns on a Zoom call, where it's cutting that's, out that's, his dogs. His big dogs are barking. His kids are running around. Yeah, it was good. I speculated stuff. They, they could rehire Curtis Axel and and uh, and uh, kayfabe him as NWO NWO disciple. Exactly. It could be like Bruce Beefcake back in the day. Uh, yeah. So there are three ways you can find that bonus content, man, uh, through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. It's at the tier that's called Friendo Club TV. It's $5 a month. By clicking join on our YouTube channel, uh, becoming a YouTube channel member, or by uh, hitting us up with a Twitch sub right here on the twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Even the, the, the Prime subs get access to the bonus uh, content. If you have not received the bonus content link in your email via Twitch, uh, check your email notifications because I've noticed that some people have reached out to me and said, hey, Steve, I haven't received my I want my bonus content. I threw you guys a sub and I say, check your email. And they sure enough, it's not clicked to get email notifications for that stuff. So try that. Check your spam folder. Mm-hmm. If still doesn't work. Hit me up on the Twitter. Let me know. Uh, also on the Patreon, uh, we're coming down to the last month or last couple days of the month. And yeah, uh, we've four got, days left. We've got if you want to get your friendo care package which includes 
this amazing full color going in a comic book featuring an all new adventure with Stephen Larson. It's a tale that can only be told in the pages of comic book. It costs way too much money to make a major motion picture out of that. Way you get a bunch money. of stickers, including now I'm throwing in for the $20 ones, this glow in the dark going in raw logo Ooh. sticker. And then you Ooh. also get the, uh, yeah, this one, the red one, the red friendo club sticker at $20. And then for the $50 ones, you get all that plus this T-shirt, right? Not this. I'm wearing this, but like your own size and your own version, a clean one. No, you get that exact one. Uh, well, people are gonna be fighting over this. Is this is this is gonna be worth a lot more than fifty bucks? Uh, it's got the Friendo Club be worth less. shirt, <laughs> and then look at this hologram. Yeah, right holograms there. are neat. That's good stuff. Anyways, and then I think I've been putting in these tattoos as long as we have them. I think I got like fifty of these things. Yeah, might as well. It's the tattoo for Friendo Club. Anyways. So, uh, yeah, hit us up on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. A very eventful AEW went down Yeah, man, that's a fun show. This felt like an AEW after Mania, man. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess uh, 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 Double or Nothing is one of their major two pay-per-views, so I guess it's appropriate. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Yeah, a lot going on, obviously, in our thumbnail. Sort of, I don't know, I, I mean, I know Tyson's a bigger name, than perhaps in the mainstream than perhaps uh, FTR. But I think to us wrestling nerds, we marked out maybe more for the debut of Say FTR. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Yeah, yell hey. It's kind of sad, perhaps, that there weren't like a ton of fans because this would have gotten a massive pop. Uh, it would have been a huge popped, moment. Popped. But popped this was cool. Huge. It was simple. It was super cool. And uh, hey, they're here now. That's awesome, right? Yes, it, heck yeah, man. Say yeah. Yeah. Yell hey, whatever you want to say. They can't say I'm, that, yeah. I'm still saying yeah. Yeah, they don't even know what their actual name is, by the way. Well, it's FTR. That's their name. But what does it stand they don't know for? Whatever you want it to mean. Mm. Their name's FTR. That's, that's, that, there's no ambiguity about that. What FTR stands for is open to interpretation. Wow, that's too deep for me. Um, so that was really cool. I thought that was neat. It was, you know, it, they didn't really do much except for, uh, did Butcher and the Blade forget their uh, their normal attire? Maybe that's what they normally wear outside the ring. Maybe. Uh, they were in the crowd at Double or Nothing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what's his face? The Who's the heftier guy? Butcher. The Butcher, the Haas. He was wearing like, a, well, you know, he's in, a, he's in like a metal band or something. And he was wearing like a cool shirt, like a metal shirt or something at Double yeah. or Nothing. Yeah. They, they were wearing like all white tonight. And they attacked. Good to see them again, too. Well, Braxton Sutter, uh, uh, Blade, didn't have a shirt on. He had suspenders holding up his pants. But it was all white. Took those off. Yeah. yeah, he had white pants on. Yeah. Did he Did he bleach like the little amount of hair he had on his head, too? It looked that way, yeah. Okay, I'm, I wasn't just tripping. Okay. They're, they're undergoing a bit of repackaging because, uh, 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 what's, her, what's, her, uh, what's her name escaping me now? His uh, wife. Allie. Allie. She wasn't sitting by them, I don't think. She was sitting next to QT Marshall all night. There's he a, was, there's a story going on on Dark with them. Yeah, there's a story that's happening on Dark, uh, which I I'm speculating here they're, they're gonna move that to HBO Max or something because HBO Max was plastered all over this thing, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, that could be. <laughs> well, they hit. They said they were gonna have like a second, a second yeah, TV totally, show. Totally, and they really, really were pushing HBO Max. I didn't thought about they might be having a Dark over there. That's the dark or whatever their second show, which you'd assume yeah. is just going to be dark. I wonder, given exactly. that dark is like super long these days, I wonder if they're going to try to keep dark on YouTube. YouTube's a big deal. You want to stay on YouTube. And then, but they're going to have like an hour, like they're going to do two hours, like one hour of dark, one hour of HBO Max show, and mm-hmm. then, you know, the two hour dynamite. Mm-hmm. 
Could be. Just an idea. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe you should be running HBO Max. What's that? Maybe you should be running HBO Max. Oh, don't even don't even get me started, man. All the initiatives that I'd bring to the table. Yeah, you want you want all the subs? You want all of them? Jesus, Harold Christ, can you pay attention? Anyways, to someone, kick off the show, someone absconded with my with my phone here. I'm I'm confused by what what's going on. You don't need your I've damn got phone. No information. Turn no, it's not mode. a matter of the phone. It's not a matter of the phone. I'm confused about what's going on in my house. Yeah, that's not surprising at all. You are well, usually. I'm very. Think, I'm, I'm very on top of whatever is going on around here. You think uh, you're you're merely one of the inmates, my friend. <laughs> You are merely one of the inmates in that particular asylum. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. Uh, and then the Tyson thing was cool, too. What would you think of yeah, the that Tyson cool. thing? That was pretty cool. Yeah. What do you think? That, that was gonna, neat. What do, you think, what do you think the deal with that's going to be? Oh, it's going to be uh, Jericho versus Tyson at uh, All Out, man. That seems to be the case, right? Or Fighter Fest. Maybe it'd be Fighter Fest. That's sooner. Sometime this summer, Fighter Fest. That's how they're advertising it. I would maybe assume that it's going to be now I'm distracted. I would, I would possibly assume that, I mean, they could look all that. Well, no, all out still about four months away. Well, three months away. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go down. Fighter fest just seems too small. I guess that's my thing. If Mm -hmm. all out is actually their WrestleMania, which I don't know if, I don't really know if double or nothing's their mania or if all outs are mania or all that's just another big show. But if that's supposed to be the biggest show and potentially maybe, Maybe we'll have fans. Maybe. Potentially. If that's going to be the case. Because if you want Jericho Tyson, you can't do that in empty arena. No, not really. You shouldn't do that there. No. They should do a year-long build to the next Double or Nothing because that'll definitely have fans. Because you got to have you go. if you're gonna have Tyson, you got to have him in Vegas, man. That's true. Anyways. That's a good point. So uh, the episode kicked off. With uh, a, a promo, if you will, I think that's what they call them in the industry, uh, with the elite and Matt Hardy, and uh, no, it started off with the inner circle. They're backstage. They got a bunch of these T-shirts. Oh, I missed that part. Okay. Oh, it was good. So they uh, they got a bunch of T-shirts. They're all sitting around in front of like a, a U-Haul truck, and they got a bunch of these T-shirts. Uh, you know, like when uh, someone is playing to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. they don't they just don't print one T-shirt. For the winners, they print T-shirts for both teams, and whoever wins, they actually pass those T-shirts out. The other ones, I don't know what they do with them. Um, so uh, uh, the inner circle, they printed up Stadium Stampede Champion shirts for themselves, and they got boxes of them. And uh, Jericho saying, we need to figure out how to recoup the costs of all these shirts. <laughs> Thank goodness there's only just a few boxes. And Santana's like, well, actually got us a really good deal. There's more in a few boxes. Ortiz is doing this gimmick where he's screaming at everything, and it's great. Ortiz was cracking me up, yeah. And so the truck that's behind him is just full of these shirts and Jericho face palms. I am bummed out. They these shirts are not available on AW shop or shop AEW.com. They should be. That they makes be. me so sad. I like that new FTR shirt though. That's pretty. There cool we go. Looking. Joe Juarez says uh, the losing team shirts go to charities for like the Super Bowl, World Series, and such. Yeah, they're like the uh, the stumps on a muffin in that Seinfeld episode. I guess so. Yes. They've got like the legit champions shirt for uh, the elite. I don't yeah. want that. I want that. I want the number one. The 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 inner circles one looked cool. It had like it's like a cool like the three D colors on it. Yeah, it looked like like a real you know Super Bowl champion T shirt. I know it was rad. 
First match of the night, Private Party and Joey Janela taking on the Young Bucks and Matt Hardy. And this is where Wait, the this, Young Bucks... Yeah, they had that promo before this one. Yeah, this is where they had the promo. Okay. Where Hardy was talking about how he was proud to fight the Great War with the Elite. And Paige is like, I'm going to go back to the hotel and have a beer. And Kenny's like, well, I got some, I got some milk on ice there, too. I'll join you. So they uh, and they're, I know, man. They're on the same page, if you will. That's great. That's fantastic. Indeed. Uh, and then, so they leave. And then uh, the Young Bucks... Uh, ask Matt Hardy if he can uh, get younger. They, we want we want a, an earlier version of you. This is hilarious because they essentially have with one with one hire with Matt Hardy. They have they got like what four or five people essentially because he goes he comes back as Team Extreme. Then they want him to go even younger. Yeah, what was so I, I guess that's like Omega that promotion that he and Jeff. That's started, what I, I think thought. That's what I thought it was. I didn't go back and look at like actual pictures that I was. I was gonna see their uh, their date. He should dress up as their debut on Raw. Weren't they With wearing the like gear? fluorescent green or something? Well, they had plaid gear for a bit. Yeah, no, Hard, you're right. It was, that's did. right. It was plaid. You're totally right. Yeah. Uh, so the match begins. Uh, kind of the major story beat until the end. Uh, Joey is is brawling with Nick on the floor. Oh wait, no, Nick, I was right. His first one, you're right. They did have that, but in yeah, ninety at some point, his very first one in ninety four, he had half white. He had one leg was white and one half was volt. The other oh, leg wow. was volt. That's what I remember. That's that's awesome. funny. So uh, Joey Janela ducks a super kick. So Nick accidentally clocks Blade sitting ringside of the super kick. Uh, Matt just jumps over the barricade, hits the butcher with crossbody. Actually continues in the ring. Uh, I kind of feel like the finish of this match was, match was rushed because I'm wondering if Mark Quinn actually hurt himself. So there's twin topes from Private Party. Immediately, Mark Quinn selling leg, and just based on how the finish went down, like Matt like Matt Jackson just got in the ring. Uh, he wasn't tagged in. He just got in. Uh, super kick Cassidy. Uh, Young Bucks hit more bang for your buck, and Matt's like, "All right, come over." Matt Har- uh, Jackson tells Matt Hardy to come over and pin him. They all pinned him to win the match and then Matt Hardy went down ringside and helped uh, Mark Quinn out. It seemed awkward, but given how much um Cassidy was like talking to Mark Quinn and 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 obsessed with what was going on with him or uh distracted by what was going on with him, that much felt like it was fa- it was a work. Um but you're right. There there could have been, I don't know. Um it, it, it the end did seem awkward especially when Nick was like come here and pin him. Um that but seemed, then with the, the, it seemed really convenient for Matt Hardy to come and help Mark Quinn backstage, thus leaving the ring with just the Young Bucks in it. Yeah, I know. You know I, mean? I know. Exactly. I, I kind of think that maybe they were trying to do like a work shoot thing where he fakes the injury. If that was and, the case, Mark Quinn was doing a heck of a job trying to get up those stairs with a bump, with a, with a uh, faking the leg would, injury. No, he was selling it great. He was selling it really, really I hope he's good. okay. I hope he's fine. I hope it, I it is too, all just yeah. work. Yeah, no, but he's he, really no, good. He, and, you know, I want to see him get go out with any sort of leg injury. Sorry, I'll put it this way: it looked he looked like if he was selling, he was doing a damn good job. It wouldn't surprise me if he was actually hurt though, because he was doing that good of a job. Yeah. Anyways, so anyways, uh, young bucks are in the ring. They're celebrating. Uh, Butch and the Blade come in. They attack him. Uh, FTR rolls up in like an old school truck. Say yeah, man. This looked uh, like some Ameri- uh, 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 American graffiti truck. Yeah. These guys look like they were looking for Milner. Was that Harrison Ford's character's name? No, that was um, Al, uh, uh, Bob Falfa. Bob Falfa. That's what his name was. <laughs> I wanted to say Alpha, Bob Falfa, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, you've seen a guy driving around a P-51 
piss yellow car. <laughs> Pop Felt. <laughs> Bob that might Felfa. be that might be George Lucas's greatest cinematic achievement to come with the name Bob Felfa. <laughs> and then he was he was Fuzz in the in the sequel. Bob Felfa had turned into a cop in the next one. Oh man, he had a cameo <laughs> as a cop. <laughs> oh man, poor Milner. Anyways, uh, so wait, where are we now? <laughs> oh yeah, so uh, FDR show up. They get out of their American Graffiti uh, truck. And then uh, they they roll up to the ring. Uh, they go to the Young Bucks. They're about to like beat them up, but instead, well, Butcher and Blade actually back off the Young Bucks. Yeah, they're like, oh, FTR's here. We don't have to do anything else. They're going to take care of the Young Bucks now. They they're they're tuned into social media. Guess and so. then instead of them laying out the Young Bucks, they turn their attention to Butcher and the Blade. They take them out. Young yeah. Bucks. I think they extend their hand to shake them, and then they say, "Too cool for school." We'll see you on the drag circuit. Or in the whatever that's called, the drag race thing. I don't yeah, know what it's called. <laughs> You're cruising down downtown Modesto. <laughs> yeah, downtown to listen to some Wolfman. Hey, it's Wolfman Jack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god, it was good. So uh, I imagine this match. Uh, I'd be surprised to do this at Fighter Fest. This seems like something you wait to all in all out to do. Uh, versus, uh young yeah. bucks, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, you could. Yeah. I mean, you do this at every damn pay per view between now and All Out. You know, oh, it'd I mean? be incredible. Yeah, I'm guessing they're they they didn't have the FTR attack the Young Bucks. They're building building up to actual physicality in this whole thing. Oh, just for don't sure. deliver initially, which is good. Yeah, make people wait because people really want to see them fight. Uh, you know make what they should do? You know what would be cool is if they were like, "Hey, yeah, we helped them last night or la- you know last week. We helped you guys because we want to be your friends." <sighs> the F and F stand FTR stands for friends. Two friends that rock. There you go. <laughs> or friends, friends that, that rock. rock. Exactly. Friends that rock. And then they swerve them. And they swerve them. And, and then they're, 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 they're foes that ro- roll. Anyways. Yeah. Um, foes that roll. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Anyways, where are we now? Uh, yeah. So after that, we had uh, Brian Cage. Who can get in the way of Brian Cage? Versus, versus Lee, Lee Johnson. Johnson and Moxley came out for commentary. He wanted to do some advanced scouting of of uh, Mr. Brian Cage in yeah. advance yeah. of their matchup at Fighter Fest, whatever that happens this summer. No date, but it's happening. He's really putting over Brian Cage. Of course, Brian Cage wins. He threw, man, he threw Lee Johnson basically all the way across the ring. Uh, that Steiner screwdriver, the drill claws, he calls it, that's an uh, anxiety-inducing uh, move. <laughs> really? You're right, though, man. He was throwing that kid everywhere everywhere so that's great uh he wins of course with a drill claw in like moments he throws a kid a couple times and drill claw boom it's done yeah taz has a promo where he has basically bequeathed his uh taz catchphrase unto brian cage yeah where he addresses uh mox i like i love that your taz promo notes are infinitely longer than oh you have one line written for the match that's great (laughs) Yeah. You got Mox on commentary, Cage wins with Drill Claw, Taz promo, and then you write a book. Uh, so, yeah, well, he calls like out three Mox. Sentences. He says, great to see him. I respect you. Uh, he's grinded. He's a top guy. He's champ, blah, blah, blah. But at Fighter Fest, he says, Mox, you're dealing with something different. Cage is a machine. You're dealing with a machine. Yeah. Taz wants Mox to bring his grit. And he's not talking about the magazine that they used to hand out to the soldiers on the front line. 
He's no. talking about. And then he, he says, beat Cage if you can, survive if he lets you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. That, that's what he used to say about himself. Yeah. Uh, and then Mox That was says, a WWE he said that, right? Oh, he yeah. said that in ECW. Okay, I was going to make sure. Yeah. I, was I, mean, he, I think he brought it over with him. It's a great phrase. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had, speaking of fantastic, we had uh, uh, Tony Schiavone moderating a, a Britt Baker interview, or trying to anyways. Yeah. Well, she turns into a conspiracy theorist. Oh, it was great. This was great. She was rolling up in a wheelchair. This is days after she was hanging out at Tony Khan's uh, uh, party pad. Memorial Day party, yeah. Seemingly with no no problems. Yeah. Uh, no, she wasn't wearing, wearing a knee brace, but, you know, that happens on, on social media. That's real life. This is kayfabe, so you got to roll with it. I like that on the back of her wheelchair it said role model. Not R O L E, R O L L, because wheels roll. Because she rolls. She's a friendo that rolls. Um, so uh, yeah, this was good. Uh, Tony was reviewing the rules of being a role. Well, it model. seemed like he was going to. There was like a, a a giant sheet of paper. Yeah, and he had a pointer, and then <laughs> Britt's like, "No, give it to me." So she does it, and yeah. she asks Reba's help to turn the pages over. So rule number three: don't hurt the role model. And that's when she says, yeah, getting hurt was part of a conspiracy. Uh, she says, yeah, stat letter being a crock and alien, being an alien is a crock of shit. <laughs> that, that was great. She, does, she broke my nose. She's a fraudulent champ conspirator. That's how she punctuates each of these. Yeah, conspirator. Uh, uh, Nyla Rose, I've seen her jump off the top rope hundreds, not thousands of times. She could, could have guided herself uh, away from my fragile leg conspirator. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Reba produces... Or sorry, uh, Britt says, get the board. Reba brings it in. It's a bulletin board. Pictures of all the conspirators. Red string connecting them all. Yeah. In the middle, uh, Aubrey Edwards, who Britt labels the brain. Some point during this, I'm pretty sure uh, Britt said the F word. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. Well, she says, bring it, bring bring the board. But like she kind of stops her from saying the middle syllable. Oh, that's funny. So it kind of sound like more like freaking, but it sounded like she was on the verge. If she didn't say it, she was very close to saying uh, one of the words you're not allowed to say on television. I'm kind of shocked that we didn't get any uh, in- accidental F-bombs in the main event segment with Tyson. Can you say? Well, they've beeped it before. Yeah. They beeped it on here. But, can't, but... but it's cable. You can still say F-word, right? Uh, I've seen it before. I don't know if okay, there's, so I, I don't know if that. there's still a time designation because I've mm-hmm. seen it like I've seen it. I, okay. So I can't pinpoint the exact one, but I have seen it on movies that have run after AEW dynamite on mm-hmm. uh, TNT. I'm almost positive that they ran uh pain and gain. Ah, and they dropped it on that. I think could I'm, be. I'm almost positive that's where I heard it. I could have misheard. It could have. It could have heard us say, saying "freaking" or something like that. But so Joe Juarez says no f bombs on TV 14 shows. So they'd have uh, to be TV and rating. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. 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 Makes sense. But it felt like she pulled it back. It seemed like she was gonna say it, and then realized she was gonna say it and pulled it back. But it could just be me. Maybe mishearing because I'm like here typing notes while trying to listen to stuff. No, so it's, it's totally possible. This was great though. My favorite part yeah. was just Tony because he's he's so great. He's he's just kind of hapless. He's not super hapless. He's kind of hapless, especially when it comes to Brit because she bullies him around, but she really likes him. Um, and uh, and I love that Jr. and Excalibur both both poke fun at him. I think it's hilarious. Yes. Yes. 
The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Anyways. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. So she says she'll be back at all out. So three months. That's fine. Yes. Uh, next we got an inner circle interview. Jericho tells Alex Barvez to shut his ass. Uh, the pep rally is going to be like the greatest spectacle in AEW history. And then orange Cassidy wanders in the background. This distracts Jericho. Just mills about milling about. Yeah. And then, so, uh, Cassidy walks through the frame. Uh, Jericho kind of says to himself, I'll see you later. Orange. <laughs> yeah, Jericho was. I was. I was cracking up. This is the pep rally. I was dying laughing. Some of that stuff was hilarious. That was all really good. Uh, but we'll get to there in a bit. Uh, first up, we had uh, Christy Janes uh, versus Ikaru Shida, uh, the champion. And uh, Christy Janes, of course, she's Brazilian. She was. Okay, hold on, out. hold on, hold on, hold on. Duckman says she actually did have to catch herself from saying the f word. Okay. There you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, so Christy Jane's is doing sort of a Miriam type thing. Cause I think Miriam, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Brazilian as well. Yes. Yes. That's correct. There you go. So the influence is spreading far and wide. Smart so. girl. That Christy Jane's another instance of us doing something in our, our, our video game series that barely anybody watched and somehow influencing the entirety of the wrestling world. Seemingly everybody who actually watched that was like key members of the wrestling community. So anyway, she comes out dancing in Brazilian gear and uh, uh, she encourages she to do the same. She is about to bust a move and then Christy James kicked her in the leg. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's not conducive to dancing. Anyways, no. Janes misses a, a lion salt. Sheeta hits her with a big forearm, falls with the shining wizard, but only gets two. Then Sheeta hits Falcon Arrow for the win. Uh, we go to commercial. Kenny and Paige are both in the hotel room, and I think Paige, I think the insinuation was Paige, <clears throat> the, the camera that we had that, that was in there was like a hidden camera that yeah. Paige discovered, and yeah. Kenny was telling him, don't worry about it. I've got this on TV that I'm watching, whatever that was. Yeah, and then he was like, oh, "There's no, you couldn't hear what they were saying though, right? You yeah. heard commercial yeah. audio, not yeah. what they were saying." Uh, next, we get a Cody interview where he does most of the talking, uh, and it's kind of a roundabout way of him saying that he's going to defend the TNT title every week. Yes, correct. He took the scenic route to get there. He, he really did. He made reference to not being welcome back in Connecticut. Of course, a WWE reference. Uh, but started out talking by about why Tom Brady is here at quarterback. Yeah. You know, he's not from New England. He's not welcome back in Connecticut. Uh, what a weird, what a weird way to like, that's, you know, I think that, you know, I, I understand with you and uh, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, why they're your favorite team. When you're a kid, you liked uh, Randall Cunningham, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Right. I get, I understand that. I get that. Right. I'm more of a, hey, whoever is closest to you, that's your team. Yeah. I've never, part of that too, for me though, sorry, is, is, when I was growing up in Arizona and f- first started getting into sports, mm. apart from the Phoenix Suns, there were no local teams. Oh, yeah. So for me, at the time, the only baseball I could watch in the mid-'80s was uh, Dodger baseball, mm. unless it was an actually televised game. Mm. For some whatever reason, we got local uh, uh, Dodgers games. So I used to watch that all the time. Yeah. So early on, I was a Dodgers fan uh-huh. because of that. Anyway, sorry, continue. I'm just saying that might be why I'm not, like per se, a hometown Yeah, sure. Uh, Team fan, yeah, sure. Uh, So, but but his reasoning for why Tom Brady's his favorite quarterback is because he wasn't chosen first. He was like chosen as a backup, and then he, you know, when uh, what's his face, Uh, 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 Drew Brees? No, not Drew Brees. Bledsoe. Uh, Drew Bledsoe. Bledsoe. Thank you. Yeah, Drew Bledsoe. I believe Brady was the 199th player uh, taken that year. Right. So he got injured, and then all of a sudden they open up. You know, the freaking Brady just destroys everything, and it's great. that's just a weird. That's a weird reason to love a guy, but whatever. Anyways, well, I guess he says he's an underdog, and then he, he says, uh, you know, Tony Comby's put together his wrestling company. He wants the best wrestlers in the world. Uh, I wasn't the, f- the first or second or third guy. Kayfabe and the called. crap out of this. You know, Cody he said was, he was fourth. That was silly. He knew Cody was the guy. I mean, look at what Cody. Cody came into being the elite and basically took over that show. I guarantee you, he's the first guy <laughs> that that Tony Khan made the call to. Anyway. Maybe. Uh, he talks about getting called up to main roster and WB too early at 21. We barely knew how to run the ropes. Uh, he says Dustin got all the dusty in terms yeah. of the natural wrestling ability. But he says, but respectfully, he got something better. Says his mom taught him everything he needs to know about grit. Uh, it's not about talent. It's about work ethic, determination, grit. He says he'll work, outwork anyone with talent. Um, and he says, uh, you know, but anybody that's going to judge me, judge me what, what I do next. And he says, every week there will be an open challenge. Mm-hmm. Except for next week, I guess, because there is a battle royal tonight determine his first challenger. Yeah. Um, so, he talks about wrestling during the pandemic, an obligation to give uh, the fans the best. And he says, follow me because this is where the fun begins. So, um, Here's the thing. How long do you think this every week challenge thing is going to last? given the roster of AEW talent. How you many the size of it? The size I mean, like of it. legit 
com uh, uh, competitors? I mean, look, if you want to extend it to the to the to the school kids like Pineapple Pete and whatnot, you, mm -hmm. you can do that. Even then, you're looking at a maximum of six months. Yeah, that's fair. I was gonna say about twenty weeks. Yeah, that's cool though. I like this. I wonder if, if at some point in between, in amongst all this, he'll actually get in a real program with somebody, you know, and then that'll and so, be dropped, yeah, or, or at least you know there might be something going on where uh, a week or a week will go by and there's not a match, mm -hmm. you know, he does he's not ready to go or something. I don't know. He needs to drop it to a mid carter because of a feud that he's got. What did he? Hey, what if he? Who won this week? Oh, Jungle Boy won this week. Yeah, that's right. What if he takes on Jungle Boy next week? See, here's what I really want from AEW, man. We know that Moxley's going to hold this title for a while, right? Probably. Now, the Paige Omega thing was pretty unexpected. Even the Sheeta thing was actually pretty unexpected. Yeah. I like that. I like Me the too. unexpected. I want, you know, like, I want uh, that great moment on Nitro when Lex Luger unexpectedly beat Hulk Hogan. Now, granted, two weeks later at the motorcycle rally, Hulk Hogan took that title back. But I want something unexpected like that to happen. What if next week Jungle Boy takes on Cody and Lance Archer comes in, screws Cody, Jungle Boy, whoa, who had a great showing against uh, MJF. He's the TNT champion, and then it's a mid-card title where it should be. Yeah. Uh, here's another thing to consider. Let's, we can move on to this next match. It's Kip Sabian versus J and Jimmy Havoc versus SCU. was mentioned on commentary that whoever wins this match gets a bout against uh, Page and Omega next week. Yeah. And, of course, best friends have a title shot coming up. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's almost sound like Excalibur let slip that best friends might win those titles. <laughs> yeah, I so I sort of heard that, too. But he it, there was so much there were so many words there that I was like, OK, he must have said that wrong. That yeah, because he, he but I think he realized and walked it back slightly. Yeah. Like, yeah, they could be challenging best friends for these titles or whoever ends up having them. You yeah, know? or whoever ends. Yeah, exactly. So, so I don't know. I, I just, I honestly, that seemed to me more of a slip of the tongue than it, could it did him actually knowing what was going on. I have no idea who would know what in terms yeah. of the booking plans. Yeah. Um, yeah. But just so. going back to your idea of, of surprising things ha happening, you know, uh, I think whenever this best friends uh, Omega page match, I guess fighter fest probably goes down. I don't know a lot of people who would actually expect best friends to go in there and win those belts. Yeah. That's one that I wouldn't be. It, it's it's a, for me, it's going to sort of depend, I guess. I mean, they might do a thing where everything is just completely roses with hangman and Omega. And that's why it falls apart. Like maybe they just work better when they're not on the same team. Uh, mm -hmm. or when they're, you know, you know what I mean? On the same page. On yeah, the yeah, same yeah. page, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I would not, yeah, yeah. I, I would probably wait to see what they're going to do with that. But, yeah, no, that would, yeah. I mean, regardless, that'd be a surprise. Uh, after that, we had, uh, where am I? Cody interview, Kip Sabian versus We're on that Jimmy match. M. We didn't really go through that match yet. Yeah, yeah, that was a good, that was a fun match. It was a fun match, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, SCU, surprisingly, uh, they took an L, man. Yeah, man. They're on road to Scorpio Sky as a singles guy. Yeah, it seems that way. So the finish saw SCU set up for their finisher. SCU later. Uh, Penelope Ford grabs Kazarian by the ankle. Um, uh, Scorpio Sky is sitting out of the ring. Kip and Havoc 
hit this their finish, which is like a basement drop kick Mishinoku driver driver combo to get the win. So Zondo say says, whether it was a title shot. Was it a title shot? Is it a title shot against Page and Omega? Is the so the one next week is a why are they getting a title shot? It's funny because uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Chuck joked about that on Twitter. Said, "Oh God, I thought we were the number one contenders. And yeah. Have I been fired?" Um, yeah, that's kind of yeah. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. That's kind of weird. Yeah, heel along heavy says, "Why is there a tag to what?" So yeah, it is a tag. It's, it's a title match. They do weird stuff like that sometimes, man. Or sometimes the rankings matter, then they don't. I guess more often than not, they don't. Yeah, like she is the number one contender, and then she has to fight for a number one contendership match. Yeah, it was the same thing with best friends. They're number one contender, then they have a match against private party to prove they're number one contender or something. Yeah, but that wasn't like an official. I think they. I think technically they still. It was no. It was. Where was that written? I heard. I, that's what I heard. Of the, I think they said on commentary. Did like, they? Is this, yeah. All this right. Match trust is you. For number one contendership. Wow. Uh, so yeah, you just went over the finish on that one, right? So next we got MJF promo. He says he's clearly the breakout star of this promotion. He had to come from another place to make that happen. You know, man, he is so, he is so at the point where like, I appreciate him, but at the same time, his, his work is so good now. I think I've even moved past appreciating him to just want to, I just want to see him get his ass beat. I'm at yeah. the point. I'm, I, I've, I don't, it's, I've moved past appreciating his work back into, God, I want to see us get his ass kicked. Tonight was very satisfying. Yeah. So he's upset that he's gone undefeated during his time in AEW, about a year, and he's yet to receive any sort of title shot. So he says, I'm in the Battle Royal, so I can provide Cody, or somebody, he didn't mention Cody by name, with some quality competition. He says Wardlow's in it too. So when it's me, MJF, and Wardlow's final two, Wardlow knows what to do. And the Wardlow kind of interjects, says, but, and then MJF's like, but what? gets all in his face yeah. he's like ha we're good let's go and so he walks off and wardlow kind of stands there and he's looking a little steamed yeah is that gonna be the next thing mjf and wardlow maybe could be huh uh after that we had said battle royal for tnt title shot it was mjf uh uh billy gun uh Mark- from the the crowd yeah yeah that was good marco stunt uh dr luther mm-hmm. luchasaurus sunny kiss Brandon Cutler, who is 0 and 12 in his AEW career. I just looked that up today. Ah, ah. Orange Cassidy, Peter Avalon, Colt Cabana, Christopher Daniels, Jungle Boy, Wardlow, and Cassidy on the way to the ring got attacked by X Lax. Yeah. So, uh, mm. oh, Luther is the first one eliminated, Luchasaurus. Choke slams him out of the ring. Luther hits right in the apron. Um, and then Wardlow tosses Sunny Kiss over the top rope. Uh, Colt hits the flying apple on Billy. Billy no-sells it, catches him, tosses him out of the ring. And then that Dark Order dude hands Colt a Dark Order flyer. He's trying to recruit Boom Boom Colt Cabana to the Dark Order. And he took and he took it, too. He didn't like... He seemed to contemplate it, yeah. He seemed to contemplate it, yeah. During commercial break, there's actually a pretty funny bit between Peter Avalon and Brandon Cutler where they're uh, fighting on the apron and they eliminate each other. It's actually pretty well done. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like that too. I was really actually pulling for Brandon Cutler here because I've just been told update. Hugh Longheavy here says he's actually 0-13 now because oh, of dang. the loss that he took on Dark to, uh, I think it was Nakazawa. They just hadn't ah. updated the standings when I went to look at him. So anyways. Uh, Marco Stunt eliminates Christopher Daniels with Arana and then Wardlow uh, on the second attempt like 
chucks Marco's stunt out of the ring right into Christopher Daniels on the floor. He's out. Um, Wardlow and MJF after some back and forth between Wardlow, Billy, and Luchasaurus. They team up to eliminate Billy and Luchasaurus. At that point, Orange Cassidy finally recovers from the ex-LAX beatdown, gets in the ring, gives MJF a really lazy shove. Uh, MJF shoves him back. Wardlow holds him up. MJF puts on the ring. He's looking to punch Cassidy. However, Cassidy ducks. So MJF clocks Wardlow with the ring. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Cassidy sends MJF towards the rope. Ropes. Jungle Boy backdrops him out. And then he, Jungle Boy and Cassidy, dump Wardlow out back and forth between Jungle Boy and Orange Cassidy. And then Cass, uh, Cassidy's eliminated when Jungle Boy uh, Rana's him outside the ring and then holds on the ropes so he's not eliminated first. Yeah. Yeah. It was really well done. It's a really well done finish. Yeah, this is well done, man. And it, it seems it seems like uh I hope they've got good pl- I hope they have big plans for Jungle Boy. I know he's young. Um he's got like a I think they said he's got a year less experience than MJF, but obviously MJF, at least in promo, uh is a lot more polished on the mic. Um but uh I think Jungle Boy has all the makings of a star. Uh oh, yeah. Hollow said here in chat says, uh if you guys didn't know, which I don't uh, they're in comp- uh, Peter Avalon and Cutler are in a competition to see who gets a win first. I really got to start watching PPP. I heard good things from this week's. I don't know what I'm There's doing ten matches. days. There's 10 matches on Dark. This you week. know what I started doing today, man? I started watching Impact. Yeah. There was some good stuff on it. I only got through like the first hour. Their women's division is crazy good now, man. Deanna Parazzo's there now, at least for the time being. Yeah, apparently she's she hasn't signed a deal yet. It's just uh, per appearance. I think that's Fightful Select. You should go, everybody, go subscribe to Fightful Select. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, she's terrific. Uh, so are they. Yeah, <laughs> we got a recap of Diana's really good too. Yes, yeah, and she's terrific. She's not part of Fightful Select, but you should still no. subscribe to them. But she did a good interview with Fightful. You should check that out too. Hey, do you know, don't answer this, and nobody in chat answer this because spoiler alert. Do you know who won the Tournament of Champions today? Quizzlemania, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. do know? Yeah. Can you text me, please? Yeah. Okay. Because I want to know. I want it spoiled. Because I don't even have time to watch Being the Elite, let alone every episode of Quizzlemania. But I love Quizzlemania. I think it's great, and I'm I am keeping up with who's winning. Yeah. Same here. I saw it on Twitter. Who? <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. I know. All right. Uh, so, right, have you been have you been studying? Have you been doing your your study? You. You told me you want the challenge of going back and taking I on do. the best. Yeah, if I get the invitation, then I'll start studying. I don't have time to do it. Oh, what? No, nah, man. There's so much studying to be done. Listen, listen, listen. Yeah. I'm at my best crunch time when I got uh, – I'm a procrastinator anyways. So I will. if I get the invitation back on Monday, I will spend the next 48 hours crowning as much – information as I can in my short-term memory here to compete. Once the show's over, it'll all probably come out. Yeah. But man, in that 48 hours, I will absorb it like a sponge. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if studying actually did help me. I think it I did. I feel like for mine, it, my experience, it didn't because where I really struggled was the stuff that studying wasn't going to help. The eBay stuff, hmm. not really going to help. Yeah. The 20 questions, I had a crap strategy. Studying wasn't going to help that Yeah, either. but okay, about the, the 20 questions, though, I do kind of feel like like all the studying that I did do 
just sort of freshen things up a little bit in terms of like what was going on. I didn't do terribly good at that, but I didn't get zero. <laughs> I got like well, I didn't what? either. I got like two, but I got yeah. like five, I think maybe. Yeah, you got five, I think. Yeah. I got two or three, so I didn't, you know, I didn't end up with a goose egg. You melted but... down. It was hilarious. That was like I was, I was sitting here, I was trying Luke to. Luke before me got sixteen points. Man, the heat was on. Oh, I got you shut can't out the first you, round. Yeah, that's the part. You can't let somebody else's score. If you just keep your expectations dirt low, just just say to yourself, do better than zero. <laughs> that well, was did. my philosophy. Do better than zero. Anyways, let's talk about this inner pep rally. This, is, this was hilarious. They had Vicky Guerrero introducing them. Oh, it was so good. It's great seeing her. So they get to the ring, and there's a table in the ring, and there's like uh, some snacks. There's just like a bag full of stuff. There's just odds and ends. We don't know any of it is yet. Uh, Sammy brings a bag of stuff. Uh, so Jericho grabs the mic and said, it's been a rough time for the inner circle, but they'll band together and rise again. And they have those shirts, and they start tossing them to the crowd. And then someone throws it back. Jericho gets so mad. And Ortiz starts trying to hunt the person down. Sammy gets on the mic. I Look, man, we had this discussion before about who we think is further ahead in their development right now. Sammy versus uh, Angel Garza. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Sammy's doing such good work these days, man. I love him. So I thought he was so good tonight. He was really good. I'll tell you what. I feel like Garza's current gimmick and WB is holding him back. I know. Very, I feel the same way. It's a really one note thing, and he's capable of so much more. I think he is too. But Sammy Guevara, he's not saddled with a one note gimmick, and so he's we get not. to see so much more of him. Yeah. So uh, Sammy says, "Hey, we didn't win at the Stampede, but they did participate. So I got you all some trophies." He hands Jericho his, and it says, uh, "Jericho's like mine says King of Dad Jokes." And Sammy says, "Well, it's a pandemic going on. I can't really go get trophies made. It is what it is." And he's like, all right, fine. And Santana, he's got like, a, I don't know what you call it, those plastic bins. Uh, I have mine that I have my, I have like paper and stuff. A crate, yeah, plastic crate. Yeah. Thank you. He says, I brought a gift basket. Uh, he gives Ortiz a chopped cheese. Okay, okay. Now you're more of a foodie than I am. Was this no sim- idea? <laughs> no idea what it is. I didn't. Maybe somebody in chat knows. Was this simply an aluminum foil wrapped block of cheese? Don't know. Because he uh, was munching on it afterwards, yeah. And I was like, "You are uh, going to be constipated, my friend." Oh, it's, it's that new, so it's a New yeah. York thing. Okay, you keep on going. I'm going to look it up. So Sammy gets some sort of like Vicks healing balm because he's all beat up from uh, Stampede. Uh, Santana gives Hager some timber uh, Timberlands. Oh, that looks. But he says dope. he essentially says they're knockoffs. Um, <laughs> ah, yeah. And then he he gives Jericho a framed picture of Mark Anthony. Yeah. That was great. That was awesome. Um, I really loved the the uh, <laughs> the participation trophies and the this one says number one dad jokes. Yeah, was so I good. was dying. And Hager, with all the sincerity in his eyes, thanked Sammy for the participation trophy. Was so I good. was dying. Hager's poem was really good. We'll get oh, Hager's poem was amazing. 
So Jericho gives Sammy a scooter because he's on crutches, and he's like, "Here, take this to so you can move around better." And Ortiz some some uh, headphones to wear, so he, he the ringing in his ear stops from getting his bell rung. Yeah, because before that, Ortiz was just screaming at everything because he couldn't hear. And then <laughs> Hager says, uh, "I think he said my dad or grandpa said the best way to show appreciation is to write a poem." <laughs> and so he wrote a poem called "Happiness." That was <laughs> yeah. really good. At the end, he started to like just fall apart. And uh, promising all sorts of violence against the elite. So, like, yeah, he read this beautiful, like, rhyming poem thing. And then at the end, he just, like, the poem just, so you can see how short the poem is. And it stops. And he just starts saying something like, you're going to find out how much of a violent person I am. I'm going to go to your, I know where you live. I'm going to make all your fans cry. That kind of stuff. It was pretty good. Oh, it was hilarious. And then Sammy asked Chris Jericho, what do you want? And Jericho, without missing a beat, says, I want Mike Tyson's head on the platter because I don't forget what Tyson did to me. He had the exact date, but it was in 2010 on a Monday night mm-hmm. where he knocked me out, and I've been dreaming of getting my hands on Tyson ever since. And Sammy's like, well, I couldn't get you Tyson's head, but I did bring you our head on a platter, but I did bring you a cheese platter and a little bit of bubbly. So he pulls off a napkin over this uh, thing, and there's supposed to be champagne bottles in there. There are, but they're empty cheese platter oh hager was reciting the bit from taken that's what chad's telling us that's what i thought because he talked about the skill set at the beginning that was funny yeah uh the cheese platter is like 90 percent eaten there's like three pieces of salami and a couple pieces Mm -hmm. of cheese the bubbly's empty yeah yeah so tyson and his crew come down uh vitor belfort's in there Mm -hmm. uh rashad evans is in there um i don't know who the guy with the 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 Face Nobody knows was. who that is. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp asked about that on, on Twitter, and I looked at his replies. There were like 30 replies. Nobody knew who that guy was. But my God, he was like hamming it up for the camera. Yeah. Um, Sahudo was there too, the the boxer, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's his name. So they all come down the ring. Uh, there's a stare down. Henry they're Cejudo, in each other's yeah. faces. Yeah. Uh, Tyson calls Jericho a sucker. Uh, it says, You stole the title in 2010. That's why I knocked you out. And Jericho says, well, I'm going to, right here, right now, I demand apology, or I'm going to knock Tyson out. Mm-hmm. Tyson is ripping his shirt off, posing in Jericho's face, talking trash. Shoves, uh, Jericho shoves him. Tyson shoves him back. All hell breaks loose. Locker room empties out. Cody's pulling Tyson back up on the stage. Uh, we're totally getting some sort of Jericho-Tyson program, whether it be mm-hmm. Fighter Fest or, or All Out. Totally going to happen. I think oh, yeah. Henry Cejudo is a UFC guy. Sorry. Not a yeah. boxer. Dirt. Um, I saw I saw a video of him in his swimming pool or something <laughs> recently, so I was vaguely aware of who he was. Anyways. Gotcha. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah. This was uh, – yeah, there was a big pull apart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, who knows where this is gonna lead? I mean, it's gonna be something with the. Uh, I I saw. Did you watch the the, the mods in uh, in in mod chat posted a link to the clip, and it was during a tag match between Tyson and Jericho versus DX, and mm-hmm. uh, in the end, Tyson was wearing the DX shirt uh, underneath his black shirt, and then he uh, he revealed it, punched out, knocked out Jericho, and celebrated with the DX with DX. Mm-hmm. A make good for uh, punching Shawn Michaels at Mania 14, apparently. Uh, yeah, seemingly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was, they were not shy about this was basically a recreation of that. So Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, good stuff. Uh, anyways, let's answer some questions. Sure. I'll get on the Patreon. 
Uh, Dang MQ says Henry. How do you pronounce his last name? Sahudo, I think. Sahudo, Sahudo. That sounds right. Uh, just retired from UFC a few weeks ago. Um, Zondo says so. MJF basically says that in kayfabe, Cody is an authority figure. So then, why did Cody have to do all that crap to get an MJF match? Yeah, I don't know. I okay, so I would. I don't know. I mean, I guess in theory, in theory, Cody could have just said, "All right, well, I'm your boss." Uh, I'm ordering you to have this match, but I think part of it was to show Cody uh, his, uh, his, his how serious he was about wanting to get his hands on MJF. So you just have to kind of pick and choose what you're you're going to suspend your disbelief for. Yeah, I'm not I'm not huge on having to fl- fill in the blanks myself. They could easily kayfabe this by saying, "Hey, I'm EVP, but all matters pertaining to me and my booking go through Tony Khan, somebody else, yeah, or some yeah, just somebody else." Because otherwise, it's clearly a conflict of interest. Um, so, I'm gonna assume about. I'm gonna assume that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Nielsen, eighty-two AEW Rumble showed the parody and popularity of their roster. That said, is there anyone you could firmly say won't win any title in the future? It's not looking good for Brandon Cutler at this point. Uh, no, it's not looking good for Brandon Cutler. Although or it's Peter it's, Avalon, for which that is matter. crazy because like he looks great. Like, everything about his packaging and stuff, and then, yeah, so... I would actually say that Peter Avalon has a worse chance at winning a title than Brandon Cutler. I would say Peter Avalon definitely not. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yo, Long Heavy says Luther is winning shit. (laughs) If they ever get a hardcore title in AEW, maybe. Then he's got a chance. (laughs) She said, you being an alien is a crock of shit. Uh, (laughs) Nemo. Been a while, Nemo, since we've heard from you. She says, how long... Uh, of Cody holding the TNT title, will it seem more important than the AEW than the AEW title? Um, well, uh, here's the thing: I don't foresee uh, TN- the TNT title really ever remaining a pay per view, at least not in the near future. Uh, I agree. That AEW championship is going to main event every pay per view for the foreseeable future, yeah. and that's why the AEW title will feel more important. Yep. Dang MQ brings up a good point, man. R.I.P. to Richard Hurd. Richard Hurd. George's Yank, uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, Will was it Wilhelm? Uh, well, I, I remember him as as the 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 dude from V. Well, yeah, but what was the name on Seinfeld? I yeah, think I it was. It. I think it was Wilhelm. Wilhelm. Yeah, sounds right. Uh, Phil the Thrill says grit is yes. top word in wrestling. Yeah, Wilhelm is right. Thank people you, love Stevie, people uh, love Stevie the Bradley. grit. They love the grit. Yeah, grit's the thing. Thank you for the sub, Stevie Bradley, the enforcer. Uh, Scotty Sparks, what should we realistically expect from FTR tag champions within six months or long-term story with the Bucks? You know, considering what, how they've utilized, uh, XLAX, Santana Ortiz, like they're one of the best tag teams in the world. Yeah. They're so good. Yep. They haven't sniffed those titles yet. Yep. I mean, by that, I mean, neither of the young Bucks either. Um, I guess they had a title match against Kenny and Page, but uh, uh, like XLX have not really. I don't feel like they've come close to being champions. Yet. I would suggest they probably they do they do this. You do a long term thing with the Bucks first, let's say six months, mm-hmm. and then you rope in the title somehow. You get you yeah. you're away yeah. from it, and then you, somebody wins the titles. You rope you come back around to it. 
Because you got to make it. You can't just bring him in and here's the titles. Like you said with LAX, they didn't do that, and they're fine. Uh, Heel Long Heavy, I was desperately desperately hoping the board was going to be a white board and she was going to pull a Kevin Nash. Oh, that'd be great. Britt Baker, that is. That'd be great. Joe Juarez has one more Britt Baker comment. Uh, what if the conspiracy is true, but it turns out to be led by Shivani? Ooh. What if Shiavone is heading up this conspiracy? No, I would hate that. I like that he's got a weird... Thing with her, I think it's hilarious. It is, it is so great. Funny. Uh, Thomas Dunnigan, do you think four championships is perfect for AEW, or do you want to see more in the future? And if so, what are the titles you'd want to see? No, I think what they're doing is perfect. I wouldn't mind mm-hmm. the TNT title turning into sort of like their X Division title, where I mean, I guess you consider it a mid card title, but it's where the innovative wrestling is. Yeah, uh, Gareth Nicholas. Do you think we'll ever get a Jericho versus Hardy match featuring all their past versions of themselves? That's probably what the Elite Deletion was going to be. Oh, yeah, that's right. They never really circled around back to that. I guess they Mm -hmm. still could. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Uh, Whiteberry92, after tonight, do you guys think Dynamite can compete with Raw or SmackDown? uh, No, it takes a long time. It takes years of equity with fans to get to that point where... Yeah, it does. It's going to take a while. Scott Hill Jr. Don't know if this has been asked yet, but is the ring that MJF possesses it's the same as the chip that Brian Cage won? Are they both similar to Money in the Bank? No. it's uh, It's been announced that Brian Cage is going to get his title shot at Fighter Fest, and, and the ring... MJF's ring uh, it represents any sort of title opportunity at all. No, it doesn't. Uh... Let the fiend in. Who makes the most sense taking the titles off Omega Page? Maybe FTR showing they are better than the Young Bucks storyline wise. You know, I would not be surprised at this point if maybe because uh, uh, based on this exclusively on what Excalibur said, if uh, best friends take those belts off Omega Page for the reason you said, maybe they work better when they're not on the same page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think at some point they need to get back to. Tag teams having the tag titles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could uh, you could easily at Fighter Fest give them to the best friends and then conclude a, a Hangman uh, Kenny thing maybe at the All Out. All Out. If that's yeah. going to be a big thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, Flats 3, who's more likely to win next week in the title matches, Havoc and Sabian or Jungle Boy? Chances aren't looking good for, for any of them, honestly. I would say that the the better chances by far would be Jungle Boy mm-hmm. because of what I said. We didn't see any Archer this week, and uh, I think it'd be awesome. I mean, it's, it seems like a very Cody thing to do anyways. He says, hey, I'm going to defend this every week. Well, within four weeks, that's going to get old, and yeah. that's just too much. I would not be shocked at all if Jungle Boy won this next week, thanks to Lance Archer. I would not be shocked. It'd be fascinating to put that title on such a young guy mm-hmm. and then have people come chasing him. I think that'd be fascinating. That would be interesting. Gareth Nicholas, any chance AEW will use HBO Max to stream pay-per-view and content? Uh, maybe their secondary show, but I think the, I don't know what if HBO Max will have a pay-per-view or you know a premium aspect to it, like Bleacher Report or BR Live already does. I know that H was it. Never mind. I'm not even gonna say it because I can't source it. All right. 
Omega Advent AEW does their own version of GTV. What is it called and who's behind it? Um, Peter Avalon and Leva Bates, and they're using the library computers to spy on people. There you go. The uh, Bilkman uh, Leche, is that how you pronounce it? L-E-C-H-E? Leche, yeah. Yeah, subscribe. Thank you very much. Dang MQ. When things go back to normal, how long before we see FTR versus Lucha Brothers? Oh, man, that's going to be so good. Yeah. So good. good. FTR versus uh, XLX. That's going to be so good. Diehard Homer. Could Cody do open challenges like Cena did with the U.S. title that gave us great matches, including Stardust? Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Oh, so Bleacher Report is... Are they owned by this by uh, yeah. AT&T? Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. that makes sense. It's all okay. part of the same thing. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, they're already basically running on... Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be an arm for paying extra for stuff. Why would they do that when they have Bleacher Report? They could just advertise yeah. on HBO Max. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I have to, I have to, I got to check out HBO Max's lineup, see what they got. They got like everything. I know, but like everything, I know, but everything, I'm, I'm, I have very specific needs. Well, what do you need? Tell me. Other than my VCR, what else do you need? I need your VCR. Is that all you need? Pretty much. I mean, with WWE Network and with the DC Universe app, I can watch wrestling and I can read all the comics. And you have all the seasons uh, uh, of Deadwood on on DVD, right? Yeah. Yes. Did they yes. take that's that funny. off like HBO Now or HBO Go? I have one Don't of know. those. Don't Ugh. know. Yeah, I might need HBO Max. <clears throat> I mean, technically, I wouldn't need it till 2021 for the Snyder Cut. Oh, you're just going to subscribe for the, just the trial for subscription? That. Watch just that. For Cancel. That. <laughs> Once I yeah. see that, I'm going to rage can. This is crap. This is worse than Hell in a Cell 2019. We actually like that. Uh, so tomorrow, what do we got going on? We're going to do our NXT recap. We got that. Yep. We got uh, tomorrow night. We got our our, 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 our fun block. Oh. I'll be doing music stuff at 8 p.m. Pacific, oh, 11 Eastern. I'm going to try to load up some old school commercials, man. I got you. I'm guaranteeing there will be horses tomorrow. Oh, wow. I'm guaranteeing there will be horses tomorrow. On Unsolved Mysteries? I'm just saying I'm guaranteeing there's going to be horses tomorrow. All right, man. Um, so anybody who 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 needs to see some horses, oh wow, Thursday, you're gonna get horses. All right, well that's good because last week's unsolved mysteries was such a bummer. I, that old lady's been invading my dreams, man. She's like, find me, and I'm like, wow, oh, bitch, you're dead. Get out of my so, dreams. Eight p.m. Uh, I'll be doing music stuff. 9 p.m. Steve uh, doing the Unsolved Mysteries watch along. So if you got Amazon Prime, you're all set. You're or ready to go. a YouTube link that I'll send you because they you have go. all of them on YouTube anyways. And I think they're like officially through the people who have the distribution light rights. I think otherwise they'd be taking that shit down. You think so? Anyways, yeah, join us tomorrow. It's a lot of fun uh, for patrons, Twitch subs, and YouTube channel members. Friendo Club TV tomorrow is pin, lose, or draw. So if you want to oh, yeah. join in our contest where I yes. Larson gives See. me stuff to draw, then you figure out what it is. See if you are the one who could topple Alex C. Oh, that's right. Two-time, two-time, two-time Alex C. Anyways, thanks, everybody, for joining in. Appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 